0: Hello, this is Rory with The Love Chat, and today's topic is the argument for arguing. Now, this is video number 252. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on The Love Chat, please write it in a comment below, and if you enjoy these videos, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. If you'd like coaching on your particular situation, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, and use the code TLC2020. Now then, in this video... I would like to make a case for why arguing in relationships is a good thing, and when you argue, and you make sure that you're doing effective arguing, and we'll obviously cover that, it can actually help bring you guys together even closer than you've ever been before. Arguing helps us know that there's a problem in the relationship, and arguing prevents resentment, unless, of course, the argument never resolves in a healthy compromise But really, if you think about all the times that you've argued with somebody, it was over a need, not necessarily a want. I've coached thousands of people, and ultimately one of the things that I see time and time again is how arguing is never used in a way that's constructive, even though arguing can be one of your best friends. In fact, arguing so often can bring us closer together. What's important to remember is that arguing reminds us of our core values. So often when I hear that a couple has been having a rough time, usually they're arguing over things that can be compromised. If they sit down, talk to each other in a way that means that you are listening more than you are speaking. Because so often, people view it as you and me arguing at each other, rather than you and me working together to solve the problem. In other words, it's you and me versus the problem, not you versus me. And so many couples seem to forget that when you're arguing... There are effective, helpful ways to argue. But first, let me pitch my full case. You see, arguing is signaling that there's a problem in the relationship that has announced itself. Meaning, you have identified the issue, the point of dissonance, and it can be fixed because now we know what it is. And if we're not quite sure what it is, this is a wonderful time to practice listening so you can sit down and hear your partner out and really understand their point of view. Conflict can help the relationship grow. I mean, how many times have you heard that a couple was arguing, and at the time, it seemed as though this was just vicious and angry, and the relationship might even end over this. And yet, once it's finally resolved, they both seem somehow closer than they've ever been before. And perhaps you, in your personal relationships, have even witnessed this. There are several reasons for this, but really, the main one is that when you argue and you resolve... Together as a team, you felt like you've overcome something, and really, most of the power relies on that word, team, because you've lived out the idea that it's us versus the problem, the teammate, and this is somebody that you have become even more in love with because the trust has deepened. You believe that you and this person will be able to come to a healthy compromise, and that, in turn, strengthens the bond of the relationship. Arguing can be a good thing if you let it. Conflict can help you grow as well and learn more about yourself and maybe about your behaviors. Particularly, this is a mid-20-year-old issue where you're still figuring yourself out. You're not sure why you do what you do sometimes. You're not sure what you want and maybe you're feeling a bit lost. But sometimes in a relationship, arguing can help remind you of your core values and that in turn can help you figure yourself out a bit more. Why am I arguing? What's the end goal here? Do I really care, or am I just being maybe a little bit of a contrarian? Because sometimes we run into that too. Sometimes, as hard as this is to believe, I know, trust me, I'm shocked, but sometimes we don't argue to resolve the problem. We argue simply because our ego's in the way, and we don't want the other person to win. And I may have been guilty of this myself from time to time, but it's something that even I'm working on. The first step is acknowledging that there's room for improvement, and once you do that, You've learned a bit more about yourself and your behaviors. Arguing is an opportunity, but not many people see it like that. It's an opportunity to practice listening. And let's be really clear, that doesn't mean that you're accepting the behaviors that you're arguing against, but that this is an opportunity for you to listen and grow with your partner. It means that you're an adult and you can show your partner respect simply by listening to what they have to say. So many arguments can be avoided or diffused or, hell, even just resolved by letting your partner know that you're actually listening. Listening means critically sitting, thinking, hey, do they have a point? Do I have some room for improvement? Let me put my ego to the side for a minute and say, are they right? You know, do I agree? Have I noticed this in myself but perhaps tucked it away because it was inconvenient for me to address? And if you do that, nine times out of ten, the relationship gets stronger than it's ever been because you did that. Arguing really gives us a chance to challenge our expectations and learn to be more flexible to other outcomes. Meaning, it doesn't have to be my way or the highway. It can be, hey, you know, together we can create a compromise that maybe works even better than me just completely winning the argument, right? Or you completely winning the argument. Maybe... Together, we can think of a third option, and that third option might work even better for both of us. It's an opportunity to grow with your partner, to trust, to maybe accept new ideas. Arguing gives you insight into your partner's point of view, and it gives them insight into your point of view. It helps you learn each other's motives. Arguing can be a wonderful thing if we let it be, and it reminds you, And this is probably the most important one, that your partner is not a thing. Your partner has feelings. They're not an object that's placed on earth simply to make you happy. And that goes for you as well. You're not an object to make them happy. And what you want in the relationship is important. But what you need is of the utmost importance. And so by working with your partner and showing them that you respect and you're listening to them and you care for them, And you can encourage them to do the same. This is from Psychology Today, and the quote says, While we may recognize that we are vulnerable, even if it's just to ourselves, it can be even more difficult to remember that our partner acts out of vulnerability too. We often expect our partners to be all-knowing or perfect in ways that we know we can't achieve. On the flip side... We sometimes think that partners just don't get it, or are acting like just typical man, woman, etc. It's easy to make snap judgments about what a partner should know. But an important part of effectively managing arguments is to take time to think about and appreciate a partner's perspective, thus widening your own horizons. So that's all well and good, but how the hell do we argue more effectively, right? Because we can talk about why arguing is a good thing, but... At the end of the day, it's a practical thing, meaning we need to have skills in place to become better at the doing of the arguing. You can know the theory and know why arguing is a good thing, why it helps you grow as a partner and strengthens your relationship, and everybody at the end of arguing feels better about each other. But how do you argue more effectively? Well, the first thing that I have learned is extremely effective, and I forget where I heard this from, but I did hear this from somewhere else. This is not my idea. But to sit down right across from your partner, meaning you are within distance of each other, and you are close enough to hold each other's hands, which I highly recommend during an argument, hold the other person's hand. Look the other person in the eyes. Don't look away. And nine times out of ten, if you can do this, you'll end up laughing, which is great to break the tension. But place a mirror behind each other. That means that your partner has a mirror behind their back that's pointing at your face. And vice versa. You have a mirror behind you that's pointing at their face. The purpose of this is to see your face while you argue. And what it does is just has this weird psychological impact where if you see yourself getting worked up, you have this tendency to rein yourself in, to pull yourself back. When you're looking at your conduct, you might not like what you see as you're screaming. Or even just yelling. Or doing character assassination, tossing personal insults to your partner. And while this is something that most of you don't do, a little help from a mirror, something so simple and easy, could be of huge success. Next on the list is recognize when it's time to argue. So if you're arguing before you fully understand what the point is, maybe you're not sure what's wrong, you just know that something's wrong, This might not be a good time to initiate an argument, and if your partner senses that something's off, you can tell them, look, I want to have a chat with you, everything's okay, it's just something that's on my mind, I haven't fully figured out what it is yet, I'm still kind of working through what exactly is bugging me, and I will bring it to you in a respectful, calm way when it's time to discuss it, but it's not just yet, and it's nothing that you need to worry about, but it is a discussion that I would like to have. Because in that moment, you reassured your partner that you would like to talk, and yet it's nothing serious like a breakup. You have an issue, and you're still working out what the issue is, and you want the argument to be a productive argument, and so you figure out what the problem is before you bring it to your partner. Next on the list, and many of you have probably heard this one before, but speak in I phrases rather than you phrases. So to give an example, instead of saying you hurt me, say, I'm hurt. Because one is blame, and the other is communication. We don't want to walk into an argument making the other person feel like it's 100% their fault and they're the one to blame, because who's that going to help? We want this to be a you and me versus the problem, instead of you versus me. Never forget that when you're arguing. Next on the list is avoiding personal attacks. You shouldn't be making remarks about your partner. You shouldn't be calling them stupid or dumb or they never listen and and this is just, they're gaslighting you and they're narcissists. Those types of things aren't helpful and not only that, but they're usually not true. Arguing is a 50-50 thing. Avoid personal attacks. And ultimately, stop avoiding the argument. Because all that's going to do is to build up resentment. And arguing is really good at getting rid of resentment because we feel as though we're actually beginning to make progress in a direction. Resentment typically happens when we feel like we're directionless. It's just, here we are. Same thing every day. We're never addressing it. When we address it, it never gets solved. So don't avoid the argument. Argue thoughtfully. And I guess the last thing I have to say is never threaten punishment. Communicate boundaries. Sometimes I hear some unhealthy behaviors, and that has to do with threatening the relationship. If I don't get what I want, I'm going to leave, and then you're going to be alone. Well, that's not good, because then you're scaring the other person into giving you what you want, and that is the quickest way towards resentment, which, again, we're trying to avoid. Instead, communicate a boundary. If I don't get what I need, I'm afraid it will affect my ability to be happy in this relationship long term. Please help me get what I need so we can continue having a happy, healthy relationship. It's as simple as that. You're communicating a need. And you're explaining why the need is important in a way that your partner understands. And nine times out of ten, you'll get what you want. So I hope this has been helpful. I would certainly love to hear everybody's thoughts on this one. And that's all I had for today. If you found my video helpful, I'd be very, very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment below and tell me what you thought of this video and what topics you'd like to see in the future. If you'd like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book on Amazon, just visit my Patreon, patreon.com thelovechat. Until next time.